Hola and Ida Hanyani Duhenyu. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 31st episode of the Naturally Ever After podcast. But let's pause. It is the first official summer season of the podcast. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let me introduce myself. My name is Nidia Guiti, and by profession, I am a licensed clinical social worker. In this podcast, I share tips on how to build confidence as you transition and maintain your natural hair by way of sharing my own story and lessons that I learned along the way in my own journey. I teach you how to integrate these lessons in a practical way. I firmly believe that mindset and perspective shifts how we think and feel about ourselves. So welcome, get comfortable and cozy. In this first episode, I had the joy and the pleasure of having a conversation with my realtor, Dominique Lamb. And, you know, hair, money, you know, a few things came up. Stay tuned for the conversation and I will see you at the next episode. Bye. So I was asking Dominique, how does one, we outside, do we (laughs) yell this? Do we say it calmly? We say it, we say it slick. We say it real like. And we outside. And we outside, though. <laughs> well, we outside. We outside. This summer, we say it with clapping. This summer, this summer we outside. Do you hear the echo, though? <laughs> yeah. That's how outside, outside we are. <laughs> and there's always laughter. There is always laughter about, I don't know, like the way it sounds. Even though we are so serious, though. Very much so. (laughs) We was just outside talking about how outside we're going to be this summer. Yes, yes, yes. And I like that it's layered. We outside means so many different things. And I think that's also why we laugh about it. Because it's like literally Mm -hmm. not being in the house, taking advantage of the sun Mm -hmm. and the warm weather. But it also means, you know... A little razzle dazzle, like getting in a little trouble. A little shunk shunk. A little, you know. So I think that's also why we laugh because we know it's got layered meaning. It's all of the things from a holistic standpoint. Let's going back to the sun. Mm-hmm. I think of definitely tanning. Yes. I think of rooftops. I think Ooh, of yes. that. Yes. Wait, let's let let's pause on the rooftop. Mm. Amen. Let's let's take that in. <laughs> Are you hearing this, Phoenix? Side note, Phoenix is the first pet of the Naturally Ever After podcast. Shout out to this recording. Come right. in. Come in, sis. Right. Come get close. Anything you want to say to the people and the fellow pets listening? Right. She's like, I'm usually pretty quiet, so you just are you just observing? You gonna pop in later? She's definitely trying to figure out what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna move to the next portion right. of the discussion. <laughs> um, Dominique, introduce yourself to the people. Who are you? Sis? I mean, that the people don't know. I know. <laughs> I know. And I could talk all day long about who you um, are, but introduce yourself to the people. So I am Dominique Lamb. Um, I am from the DMV, also known as the DC metro area. Get it. Um, we are connecting in Atlanta. 
so and this is my first time actually like not being in the DMV like mm. living there um, I am well my profession is real estate I'm a real estate broker um, and owner of a, a real estate brokerage um, in my other life I'm also a healthy relationships educator mm -hmm. Which is how you and I connected. Yeah. Um, really how I connected with Black Therapist Rock and then how we connected. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like when people say introduce yourself, they usually want to know like what you do, even though there's a million mm -hmm. different things. I mean, you said a lot with what you do. So yeah. real estate, shout out to the Haven Firm, first yes. and foremost. Hey, Haven Firm. VTR, and mm -hmm. we teach love. And we teach love, yes. So, and all of those things, I think what's what's interesting about what I do is all of those things are directly tied to like my passions or mm -hmm. my life experience. And like, you know, We Teach Love came from a book, um, shout out to What Happens in This House, which came from my experience growing up and mm -hmm. being, you know, like in domestic violence um, situations and relationships in learning about healthy relationships and now mm -hmm. that's what I do um, and similarly even with real estate like I, I was um, having a hard time in real estate purchasing my first home and of course then that birthed in me to offer people what I didn't get mm -hmm. um, when it comes to real estate so yeah, girl, we can go on and on and on. So let's start with how we connected. Because you, you sprinkled Black Therapist Rock in there. And I feel like that's the base yes. to a lot that's coming. Yes. And how we connected, for sure. Yes. Shout out to Duran and Black Therapist Rock. Um, we connected because I was vending at a Black Therapist Rock conference. Mm. And I think... Either the year that we met, I was either vending and or offering like a, a workshop mm -hmm. um, for, you know, what I want to do in terms of teaching people about healthy relationships and specifically young people. Yeah. So that there's that preventative element to it, because now everything that happens in the domestic violence awareness industry is reactive. Mm -hmm. Everything is Agreed. about once you're in this situation, here's what we got. We got a hotline for you. We yeah. got a shelter for you. Um, and so I was presenting, you know, a very early concept of We Teach Love mm -hmm. um, at the conference. And I think came to the workshop. I did. And I don't even remember what, like, did we talk after? What I remember is that we we met in passing. It mm -hmm. felt like a lot was happening at that conference. It was the first one mm -hmm. of this kind. I was meeting all these new people, and it was just like, okay, yeah, this is this is different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then we never saw each other again after that. Yeah. Like literally in passing, went to this conference, connected with people, and then yeah. with, we don't want this to happen, but this usually does people go to these conferences and then don't really connect with the people that they met but shout out to universe because we met again right in passing with btr stuff either the group online or just events that they would have and i remember our 
the connection that like re-solidified like oh i know of her of her was mm-hmm. when i saw you again in vegas for mm-hmm. the epic conference mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah i remember dominique and then you moved to atlanta i know and before <laughs> i moved to atlanta so this is the other part that was kind of interesting to mm-hmm. me um because we had these in passing moments but i think there's you pick up on energy right like you know people that it's like ah we could vibe or we mm-hmm. couldn't so before moving here something came back to my mind mm-hmm. that you lived here and so i reached out to you and i was like this is so crazy because my move was crazy mm-hmm. anyway but i'm moving to atlanta and like what uh, two weeks or something like that and you were on assignment in new york i I was so you weren't here but you were coming back Mm -hmm. also like soon we were going to be here around the same time and that was divine timing yeah that was truly divine timing because then you became like my only friend in atlanta like Mm -hmm. i have family here but us like nurturing a friendship from that which neither of us knew would happen mm-hmm. but nurturing that friendship it became like oh yeah that's my my friend in Atlanta yeah. and that was so necessary like more than we knew man the mirror <laughs> the mirror that come up in the conversations that we've had since mm-hmm. man Life changing, literally. Literally. For me, I'll speak for myself. Definitely life changing. No, no, we are in agreement. We, I'm, I'm very, very grateful that for the mirror that exists, Mm -hmm. where we mirror each other's experiences and perspectives. But, and I think we say this often. Yeah. But I'm also particularly grateful that we're able to receive it Mm -hmm. because the mirror is not easy Mm -mm. like for anyone you know just looking at yourself in the mirror and staring into a mirror is hard to do like to see everything when you rather just take a quick glance and keep it moving Mm -hmm. so i really appreciate that when we are mirroring ourselves to Mm -hmm. each other it is received yeah and we can like take actionable steps like okay this is my sis like what she's saying is what i need to hear mm-hmm. and now i'm also in an environment yeah. with the person who's gonna hold me accountable to like working through mm-hmm. it and you know like with grace and compassion like yeah. it's really girl, when you, you know. said the mirror <laughs> I was thinking to myself when you mentioned like, you know, you stand in front of the mirror and you just want to maybe like glance and walk off and it's like, no, but this mirror talks back and it mm. follows you. <laughs> right. It right. follows you. Right. Yesterday we were talking, I can't remember what it was, but I kicked you out of your own house <laughs> twice. I was like, Dominique, get out. <laughs> Late, that's just the latest time. That's just the latest time. Because you've been doing that since the beginning. Whether, like, if we at my house kicking me out of my own house, <laughs> kicking me out of your house, like, because the mirror is real. The mirror is real. And it's it's, it's the thing. It's like we invited it in. Yeah. Like, it's the thing we're working on. And then you reflect it back to me. And it's like, and every time mm-hmm. that happens, I feel like, and I maybe I even say it, like, this is the real work. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's one thing to theoretically talk about the healing work you're doing, 
But then when somebody actually holds up a mirror and it's mm-hmm. like, no, this is what you got to work on. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is this is the work. Yeah. And that's for me in general as a person and even in my own profession as a therapist. This is why I'm so passionate about teaching how mm-hmm. to honor the spectrum of emotions. Because mm-hmm. you have comfortable and uncomfortable. So on the comfortable side, happiness, joy, pleasure, ease, relief. Yeah. Um, comfort. Yeah. All, all, of, all of the things that most people want to feel. And I think that it's easy to want this because it feels comfortable. And then you have, on the uncomfortable side, mm-hmm. anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. irritability, frustration, anger, rage, yeah. suicidal thoughts even on the far, far end of that discomfort. And when we slow down and look at both spaces from a place of non-judgment, discomfort is just information. Yeah. So when this anxiety comes to visit... Or someone says something, because the other day when you said something, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, mm, I don't yeah. like how that felt. Right. I'm not judging you. I know you love me and I love you. And my sister's not telling me something to hurt me. Right. This is to help me and and propel me to the next level, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. As long as I can, to your point, receive this yeah. and now do something with it. Yeah. And I, and I love that. In order, in order to honor that spectrum, I think like in our friendship, there's also the piece of like, I know this is a mirror moment. Mm-hmm. And so I want to give you grace. Like mm-hmm. I know what it's like to, to be on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. And like, I look, if you need a minute, I got you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If this is a thing where it's like, you don't want to hear this right now. Yeah. I understand, you know? If it's if it's like you hear it, but you're not ready to change that right now, mm-hmm. I'm I'm still here. Like I'm not gonna judge you, and I think that's important too with that spectrum because it's not as simple as identifying the discomfort and then hurrying up and getting to ease. Like right. sometimes you gotta sit in that discomfort for a while and mm-hmm. honor that, mm-hmm. like that that's where you are right now and where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I want to share or talk or segue into what this home buying process was <laughs> <laughs> because feelings came up and I think that having a broker real estate agent who is informed in internal family systems and honored the spectrum of my emotions yeah. while I was home buying because you teach these things in therapy and you sit with people in these spaces and one of the conversations that you and I have been having and I feel like it's been more consistent is like when we feel uncomfortable there's no book you can pull out right and scroll to I don't know chapter three paragraph four that says when you are panicking in this situation this is what you do to settle yourself and calm down right it's like that was not there right. <laughs> I, that book no was non-existent book, right? no non-existent when I was home buying so to backtrack in 2022 in November this all happened in a month it felt like mm-hmm. late late no late October early November yes. within like a two and a half week period I try to buy a house at some <laughs> point I will have a more detailed episode because there's details about what happened in that time I can't speak about right yet. right um, after you buy the house right after I buy the house um but in that time I was transitioning positions and had to purchase a home within a certain time frame. And um, Dominique held me. 
Mm. <laughs> that's that's how I felt. Yeah, I felt hell. This was this would have been by far the most um, biggest financial investment I would have made to date. Right. Um, prior to that, and still now is the degrees I have. But this would be the this would be and will be the mm-hmm. biggest investment to date. And I was rushing to purchase something because I was transitioning positions and needed to buy. Mm-hmm. And what I thought at the time was that money was the stressor, but it wasn't because the money was there. Yeah. It was the feelings that were coming up yeah. behind making this decision. What do you remember about this time? I remember, well, I remember us having a lot of conversations about what was coming up mm-hmm. and processing what was coming up. Um, and I remember us kind of like taking time to honor those feelings, but also trying to like push through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after like making the decision to to pause, mm-hmm. really having time to like unpack everything that you were feeling um, in that, you know, like during that time. But I remember it being a lot of like anxiety a lot of parts coming up Mm -hmm. and like listening to what those parts had to say Mm -hmm. um about your anxiety or about you know the property or the agent or like (laughs) whatever you know they they needed to say and um i just remember feeling like everything they had to say was valid and it was information to Mm -hmm. your point everything they had to say was information this was a, a character building moment for me because I know how to do that in other areas. Yeah. So to parallel that to this, I appreciated having you present because I couldn't lead in that way. Mm. Not in that space. I was too frazzled. Yeah. Like anytime something happened, I'm just like, oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> I can't believe. Right. Now I have to wait two days Right. when this needed to happen then. Right. And it's like, girl, you are patient in other areas. What is it about money mm. that is mm. activating this level of discomfort where you are swaying one way or the other? Yeah. So I'm curious, when you are working with clients, because I'm still a client in, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but even other clients that are looking for properties, what are, what are emotions that you come across that... Mm. need to be I don't how do I phrase this that need to be nurtured or something something just to be aware of and witness a little more before you get to befriend it yeah um oh that's a really good question a lot of things come up fear definitely comes up for Mm. everybody yeah everybody is afraid anxious nervous um, and that, even if you've purchased property before, mm-hmm. that can still come up. So that, I would say, is definitely, like, a go-to for everybody. I think sometimes um, there's some, uh, some like, ego, like, some mm-hmm. embarrassment, some pride. Um, especially because, to your point, this is a really big financial purchase. When you're, when you're buying a house everybody's in your Mm -hmm. financial business and so there are some people who are you know like a little a little um embarrassed about it or proud or Mm -hmm. you know like that will come up um and i think too with the with the ego thing there's 
there's like and this isn't just my profession mm-hmm. but there's a need for us as humans and adults to to like I think it makes us feel more secure to think that we know what we're talking about mm-hmm. like it's rare like you are rare and then you like I don't know Hands Look, up. teach me. Teach me. <laughs> this is not my, my right. strength. <laughs> but there are a lot of um there are a lot of clients I come across who they they feel like they need to know. Mm-hmm. Like it makes them feel more secure if they have a understanding. So mm-hmm. my approach has been is to honor that because it's like that makes you feel more secure yeah. in doing this scary thing. So to honor that, I'm like, well, let me give you all the information. Mm-hmm. Let me let me help educate you on the process. Um, but you know, then you have people who are like, mm-hmm. they educate themselves. They don't really know who they can trust. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of like security issues that come around uh, this process too. So I think it it's those are probably the most common mm-hmm. emotions that come up. You said two things: educate and trust. And I think of, with educate, just being aware. Mm -hmm. And with the trust, I think of safety. Mm -hmm. So, like, in order, and this is what came up for me, in order for me to make this purchase, so I've since paused. Mm -hmm. I didn't buy anything. (laughs) But this experience taught me a lot about myself and my relationship when it comes to money and also my blind spots. What I thought I knew... Yeah. Then, in order to make this move, yeah. it's like I don't need for you to slow down, yeah, and be present a little bit more with these areas that you were not paying attention to. So, I wanted to talk a little bit more about your school mm-hmm. as we educate more, and yeah. we talk about or what's coming up for me is my blind spot. So, share okay. share about your school and finance. So, I started a school in December. Um, <laughs> in honor of my, my late grandfather who passed. And when he passed, he was a, uh, you know, technically a millionaire. He mm-hmm. owned a million dollars plus in real estate. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start this school because I realized, like, that's what I'm most passionate about is mm-hmm. teaching people about wealth in real estate and how to build wealth through real estate. Um, so our first classes just right now, given what's going on in the economy and Mm -hmm. everything are about, um, how to, if you're a homeowner, how to kind of recession proof yourself Mm -hmm. with what's going on. And then, um, also we're going to be talking about like fixing and flipping because there's a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to that. But, um, in terms of educating I feel like there are so many people out here who are spreading information, but not necessarily educating, Um, especially because there's like this threat of like, if I tell you too much, are are you going to go out and do this Mm -hmm. on your own? Um, But if you educate people and really genuinely like want them to understand what they're doing, Mm -hmm. one, they'll do it well and they'll be able to, you know, to build wealth or whatever Mm -hmm. the objective is but two you're building trust right so we can come back and we can learn some more together we can Mm -hmm. exchange more information that we both know is like reliable and Mm -hmm. trustworthy so i'm really excited about the school and just helping more people 
um, especially people who look like us, yeah, to build wealth that way. Um, so we're gonna have a class for teenagers. Mm-hmm. because um, I think that the earlier you start the better with right. that understanding. More proactive. Right. Um, and then, you know, different classes that this just kind of get to all of the things that we don't know mm-hmm. about real estate. The things that you see on HGTV <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, where it makes you think that yeah. you know, um, but that's not, you know, how it is in real life. So as you mentioned these shows, <laughs> that's what I thought yeah. going in. I'm just like, wait, you want me to fix what? I have to be <laughs> responsible for what? I'm like, why is this house not done? <laughs> Right. And and then I'm looking at the price points and it's like this is why this house costs this much and yeah. this is this is what goes into that. So yeah. like this there was a lot I didn't know. Yeah. So looking back what I think of is well girl no wonder you were scared. Mhm. No wonder this is not a you're not capable of right. but right now is not the right time given the time frame that you gave yourself to work with which is wild (laughs) three weeks in what world it happens but there were a lot that was too much for a first purchase like things literally had to be perfect yes and that was not the case from jump right (laughs) right and shout out to the ancestors for looking out yeah like for whatever reason but I do think yes it is scary because people have an idea and then they find out mm-hmm. that's not you know how how it actually mm-hmm. works but i think that that has to be honored too like yeah. i don't know how this works mm-hmm. and that's okay mm-hmm. as long as i you know have aligned myself with someone who does know mm-hmm. and who's honest about what they know yeah um and is willing to educate me mm-hmm. cuz i think it's important when you're working with someone especially like in this arena but even like therapy it's important to work with someone who's like willing to explain things to you Mm -hmm. and not just well trust me i got you You i don't so i know when people say that i don't i don't feel more inclined to trust right it's like oh well just trust me well why right why would i give me the reasons (laughs) because we don't have you know use your language don't just that that's another ego thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you're really in a people business like this, right. you have to honor people's emotions. Mm-hmm. I have to keep in mind, like, yeah, whoever I'm working with is probably afraid. This mm-hmm. is a scary thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter how long I've been doing it mm-hmm. or what they see on my resume. They still need me yeah. to, you know, to honor that about them in order to reach them. Absolutely. So, girl. Again, community. Right. We could go on and on about the emotions that come up. So, one week later, (laughs) (laughs) as we talk about emotions, I'm curious, Dominique, what emotions come up for you as we think about responsibly, or as you think about responsibly being outside? That is a loaded question. We got time. Right. Um, I think the emotions that come up are probably curiosity, Mm -hmm. 
um, there's a little bit, it's not any emotion, but there's a little bit of like rebellion that comes up for me. Rebellion. I yeah. like that. Like hearing, being responsibly outside, a little, little teach of rebellion <laughs> comes up. Um, and I think that there's also parts of me, like the curiosity is like, how can I do this? and still fully be outside because when we say we outside there's some part of me that's like no we out here being irresponsible so Mm. it's like how can i be responsibly irresponsible like that's the curiosity (laughs) (laughs) that's like "Hmm, how can i I get my way and do it the right way the right way which I say with quotation marks. Yeah. I think that's what comes up. What about you? I think about conversations that we've had before, especially surrounding money and just making sure that things are just in place. Mm -hmm. Because when things are already in place, you have freedom and wiggle room Yeah, for the the mishaps, which happen. And that's the thing. They happen. Yeah. So, like, when I think of responsibly being outside like as I always reflected back to my natural hair journey is like you know I can't have this free flowing fro that I want and I don't have things in place to nurture that right it's like oh yeah I want my hair to grow but you don't drink water what girl you You don't hydrate somebody feels attacked (laughs) right now (laughs) you don't hydrate Somebody is feeling attacked right now. Are you eating your fruits and vegetables? Yeah, that's real. And I mean, the being responsible part, because being outside in the summer and being responsible with your hair does mean hydrating, Mm -hmm. especially in the summer. That part. Um, But it also means like, put your hair in a protective style, put Mm -hmm. it in some braids where you can still be cute. Mm -hmm. And you know like nourish your hair and so when i think about you know zooming out into life and being responsible outside it's like okay so what's my protective style Mm -hmm. that allows me to be outside Mm -hmm. um and and have fun but not totally neglect you know like what it means Mm -hmm. to to live my day-to-day life right and as I even hear you say, not totally neglect. Like, neglect is not an option in this equation. Right. Like, True. yes, your hair is protected. And and I want to segue to finances a little bit, you know, as we talk about, like, having things in place. But just because you have box sprays doesn't mean you don't do anything to your hair. Right. You still need to moisturize your scalp. You still need to massage. Mm-hmm. You still need to hydrate your hair. Like, you still need to cover it. Mm-hmm. You still got to wrap it. Right. There's still things that are happening in that season. Mm-hmm. So that when you take your braids out and, I don't know, get something else, whatever the something else is for you. And for me, it's typically like a wash and go. I'm I'm not starting from scratch. I'm yeah. building on where I was. And this yeah. is how we grow. Yeah. But part of growth even is having someone teach you those lessons. Mm-hmm. Because growing up with my braids, I, ha- I have braids constantly. No one ever asked me was I moisturizing my scalp. Mm. No one was like, make sure you tie it up, you know, wrap Mm -hmm. your hair at night. 
there was no one checking for those things. And mm-hmm. I think similar to like finances, if you don't have the information, yeah. if you don't know like what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. you out here doing whatever you saw that whatever was allowed, like you just out here doing it and, and not really knowing how it's like, this isn't working for you the way that you think it should, mm-hmm. you know, like it, you have to be more intentional and you have to have the information. Mm-hmm information yeah information so as you say information and i we've been saying the word information a lot i'm thinking of your school mm-hmm. and like the kids and getting this information early yes getting this information early but getting it period mm-hmm. right because there's whole grown adults who yeah. don't have the information it's certainly a benefit to get it earlier mm-hmm. And to be practicing, right? Like, it would yeah. be great if I had known how to take care of my hair Man. from day one. Rapunzel. Okay. <laughs> Rapunzel. we had that full potential. Yeah. Um, but getting it at all mm-hmm. at some point um, is important. So, like, we have the class at the school. We have the class for um, teenagers to prep them on investing and mm-hmm. building wealth and you know, like just what are the skills that that you need to be good stewards over your your money, like mm-hmm. whatever you stand to inherit, like whatever that looks like. And then we also recently just wrote out a class called Making Home Ownership Recession Proof. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's the bad word right now, it's recession. <laughs> um even though it's like it happens. Right. It happens consistently. Mm-hmm. Um but for a lot of people, maybe you just learned enough to become a homeowner, mm-hmm. which is a lot. It is. Um, that's not an easy feat. Uh, but then it's like, okay, now you have this house. Mm-hmm. How do you maintain the wealth you built in your house mm-hmm. or even an investment property through a recession? Yeah. Um, it actually reminds me of, you know, I watch The Housewives. and on the Atlanta Housewives Candy um, like a couple seasons ago was talking to her husband about this investment they were making and the threat of the recession because we should have had one by now Mm -hmm. and she was she said something like you know I've lived through a couple recessions and we know Candy is paid Mm -hmm. and that that is that came to mind I think just now because like there's a certain skill set you have to have right. to do that. To still be a multimillionaire through multiple recessions, you got to be doing something right. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to be a homeowner and you want to keep your house, mm-hmm. there's something you need to know that everyone doesn't know so that you can keep your wealth, mm-hmm. keep your house, um, and weather the storm because it, it's going to happen. It's right. not like you can avoid it. So what do you do to to weather mm-hmm. what's coming? Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a class that we have now um, that I'm excited about because I think that there are a lot of people who don't know that they have any options mm-hmm. um, when they own property. Like, okay, so I just call the bank and tell them I don't have the money, I lost my job or whatever. And it's like, no, there's so many more options than Mm. people are aware of. Um, And I think 
on top of that, to layer on top of that, it's also important to know when you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, like, is it when you lose your job? Is it when you're dipping into your savings? Like, mm-hmm. when do I need to be concerned that mm-hmm. this could go left? Yeah, and that looks different for everybody. Right. This is why honoring the spectrum of your emotions is so important. Because I think of, like, misinformation. And then mm-hmm. someone told you, whoever this someone is, yes. and they may not even be credible. Yes. You're, you're using this as a, as a, I don't know, I guess your your benchmark for whatever right. the thing is and that's that's their information that may not even work for you right and the misinformation piece because there are so many real mm-hmm. estate experts out here <laughs> there are so many people clients that I've that I've um talked to that are telling me like well you know like my uncle said blah 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 the uncle ain't done nothing in real estate mm but has a firm opinion on how this person should proceed. And it's like, sometimes let's just lean in and working with the expert. Like, let's lean into, maybe I don't have the information. Um, I think honoring, to to your point, honoring your emotions is honoring, like, I have a feeling, Mm -hmm. maybe it's fear. Um, I have a feeling of, like, I want to protect this this person's interest in their house, mm-hmm. and I don't have all the information yeah. to do that. Like, and acknowledging that, yeah. like, yeah, you feel this way, and that's fair, mm-hmm. and you don't have all the information to help them make an informed decision. Yeah, both and. Yeah, it's it's honoring your emotions is both and, right? Because they're never, in my experience, they're never all like. Mm-hmm all fearful yeah. you know it's not like um in a way that makes sense like mm-hmm. sometimes you angry but you also relieved yeah. yeah you know like it's not sometimes they seem opposing mm-hmm. so when you said honor the spectrum of your emotions is um both and i thought of and we live in either or mm. Yeah. So like you could feel the oh my I'm, I'm angry that I lost this or like I'm, I'm angry that my my hair didn't come out right or I'm angry that I didn't get accepted to this or yeah. didn't get approved for this and be relieved but you don't acknowledge being relieved is usually the uncomfortable emotion yeah. that gets all the shine. Yeah, it's almost to me performative and like in order for you to believe that I'm really angry, I have to also ignore. The part of me that's relieved yeah like in order for it to be the case you know like i i think i think we simplify things that way a lot where mm-hmm. it's like well if you felt this way you would have done x right and it's like no that's absolutely not true for any human mm-hmm. like you might feel this way and there's however many other ways you feel yeah that factor into how you move Mm -hmm. so that either or it's like you trying to fit a square peg into a round hole Mm -hmm. like that's just not how it plays out all the time like you know sometimes if we honor our emotions we're still gonna have to make a decision one way or the other about how we're gonna how we're gonna move but it says a lot, I think, when you can do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing both and nurturing, doing both consistently. 
Because mm-hmm. we're talking about completely different things at the same time, and the yeah. message applies throughout. Yeah. Whether this is money, if this is your hair, if this is being outside, right. if you want to stay inside, whatever it is. Right. All of it is hard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, pick your heart. Mm. So either the reactive heart, where it, this is just how I am, this is just what I do, this is just what's been taught. Yeah. It's like, okay, you can do that. And sometimes it, it's applicable and it, it, it's helpful for that time. Yeah. And, or the other, the other path of that is I, I want, and this is what works for me, and this right. is what it could look like. Right. And the thing with that path is that there's no blueprint. Right. You literally create it as you go. And it's like, will you be courageous enough to allow yourself that opportunity to just see? Mm-hmm. Literally see what happens. That's some real courage. Man. That's some real, that's a whole word. That, that's that. some real courage. Courage to honor the spectrum because like, mm, I feel this way too, even though people maybe expect me to feel mm-hmm. however. And then the courage to act on it and and be vulnerable to like I don't know what's gonna happen. Right, that's some real courage. I was talking to, well y'all don't know, but we were talking earlier. So mm-hmm. that conversation, I spoke to a friend yesterday. Haven't spoken to him in a while, and the conversation started like you know, well what what are you gonna do next? And I'm like I don't know. It's an adventure. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll literally. See. It's just that we'll see. There's there's multiple things that are happening. And what matters most, and this is where the attention needs to be, is focusing on the preparation. Mm-hmm. Focus on the preparation of whatever you said you wanted. Yes. That's yes. it. We've been talking a lot about taking aligned action. That. Like, what? this is the thing you want. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe the first step is identifying what you want mm-hmm. and, like, being intentional about what that is. And then, you know, like, from a spiritual perspective, I don't believe that you can necessarily control how you're going to manifest that thing. Mm-hmm. So instead, you take actions that, in my opinion, aligned actions help you believe that mm-hmm. you are manifesting that thing. Mm-hmm. And having that mindset that believes that is yeah. so important to, you know, bring mm-hmm. it to fruition. So we've been talking about you know, taking aligned action. Um, and that's that's what you just reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an adventure. I don't know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But I set the intention, and this is what I'm going to do in the meantime mm-hmm. until I get there. Right, right. And in the preparation is where all of this learning is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to get to this destination <laughs> without the steps to right. get there. right. And the steps may not be linear. Like you can take the step, take three steps forward and then fall off and take a step back and then have to regroup, which I I know I keep saying it, but it's like, that's also honoring how this works, Mm -hmm. the spectrum of how this goes, Mm -hmm. because we, with the either or and the both and, we expect things to move linearly. I'm loud right now to myself. <laughs> to both of us. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, we expect that it's just going to keep unfolding in the in the direction we want to go. And sometimes it's like, well, no, it's going to stop here. It's going to go backwards. You're going to have to rethink something, review, whatever, and then pick up and keep going. 
Um, and and that has to be okay. And how you feel about it has to be okay. All of that. All of that has to be honored. The I need to journal about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as it's coming out, this is how you know it ain't us. Because I'm like, this is real extra loud. And this is this is part of the process. Even 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 in being in this part of life, mm-hmm. you are always learning something new, relearning because yes. there's things that you do well that you need to give yourself credit for and remind yourself of yes. what's going well. Yes. And the unlearning. The unlearning. The unlearning. The update is lifelong. It's lifelong. People I, say yeah. that part again. It's lifelong. The unlearning is lifelong. And like when I when I thought to myself, like I need to journal about this. It's like I'm always learning. Mm-hmm. I'm always learning. And part of the reason why I feel like I'm able to do this work in an effective way more times than not is because I don't stop learning. Yeah, I agree with that a thousand percent. You need to be able to model what you're teaching. Literally, you do. <laughs> Literally, model you do. what you teach and. If I don't know, I don't know. If I need to sit with the part and explore that more and witness it, gather more information and, and just see it for what it is, then yeah, that's yeah. what I need to do. That's a, another courageous act to unlearn, to be mm. open to learning, relearning and unlearning because as adults, it's like you're supposed to know. That's a lie. <laughs> if, if you are a young listener, I would say under the age of 18, number one, shout out to listening and thank you. And adults don't always know. Right. And the part of the part of the reason adults don't always mm-hmm. know is because we reject this process, this very, very natural process of learning, relearning and unlearning and updating as yeah. we're learning. Like whatever you thought you knew. Mm-hmm. As you continue to go through life, as life changes, as you change, whatever, you have to update that. Yeah. And not just one update. Because mm-hmm. sometimes there's multiple updates to that information. Like, it, it makes me think of our phones. Like, they sell you a phone, sure. Yeah. But they know they're going to have to keep updating that phone mm-hmm. to whatever the current standard is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you get a new one. You still have to keep updating. And yes. there's there's a resistance to that as an adult mm-hmm. in our society. Maybe not in all, but in our society, there's a resistance to that. Like, I'm supposed to know. If I don't know, I don't want to ask. So I don't want to, you know, appear not to know. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of courage to do that. Like, I receive. the whole word. I receive. Yeah. I, I never, for myself, I never want to be um, so far out in thinking that I know that I can't be taught. Real. That's so real. That's so real. And it's so easy to get there, I feel like. Because if, if this isn't an intention that you nurture every day, mm-hmm. it's so easy to drift out that far. Where you're not yeah. teachable. It's literally something you have to nurture every day. Because something happens mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, ooh, okay. This is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if you're if you not seeing it that way, mm-hmm. and if you're not nurturing that, yeah, I can see how you could drift mm-hmm. very far. 
So as we've been talking about, like, you know, setting the foundation for the seasons and the shifts, because sometimes it, things can work well, sometimes things cannot, or things won't, or sometimes you just don't have the bandwidth at the time. Yeah. Um, what would you say you have learned, relearned, unlearned slash update mm-hmm. <laughs> about real estate? Mm, okay. I'm constantly learning one because I'm a broker and I'm in a different role than when mm-hmm. I first started um, real estate. So now I feel like I'm learning more about how to support my agents mm. through like the time that we're in. Okay. We were doing really well with the pandemic and then now things are in the market are shifting and it's like, so how do I support them mm-hmm. in their careers? Because my goals are different now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm learning that. Um, I'm relearning. Um, I'm relearning about clients in a, a recession environment. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is. Something it is something that I thought I knew, mm-hmm. and there are changes. Yeah, updates. There's, there's updates, <laughs> particularly because we're having a recession following a pandemic that none of us had ever experienced mm-hmm. at that that level. So I feel like I'm relearning the ideas that I had around that, um, and I'm unlearning my concept of of like how this is gonna go Mm. how my career is gonna go um i'm unlearning you know how you sometimes you move you don't even know what you think you just move in and then it's like you gotta unlearn whatever thoughts you maybe weren't aware of Mm -hmm. that led you to move you gotta unlearn that that's where i feel like i'm 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 up learn I'm unlearning and updating because I don't really know it's been over five years. I don't really know what I thought my role would look like mm-hmm. now. I can't really remember. But whatever I thought that led me to take this on, I'm unlearning that. Mm-hmm. It's not what I thought, whatever that was. It's not that. So I'm updating that now. Um, and it's actually a good update. Okay. I am enjoying exploring teaching more, mm-hmm. whether it's agents or the public. Um, having the school, like I'm enjoying that, mm-hmm. and I never thought that was a part of it. Not not to the extent that it is now for me. So that's a major update. I think of just the community that you're building. Yeah. And the ripple effect. That also, learning about the ripple effect, mm-hmm. didn't realize that, you know, there's so many things that I think are, you know, like you approach a profession and it's like, you know, it's a short paragraph of what that is. Mm-hmm. This is, it's just these couple things. And then you can get into it and it's like, no, it's way bigger than that. Yeah. And the importance of me giving out accurate information because there's a ripple effect, I feel that. Mm-hmm. I, I honor that. 
That is something that I feel very passionately about because whatever information I give, I know Mm -hmm. someone is telling someone else who's Mm -hmm. telling someone else. And so I have to be really careful about what I'm saying. And I have to be uh, courageous enough to be wrong and correct myself. Yeah. Because it's important that the information is as accurate as mm-hmm. it can be at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. And modeling the process of, you know, I can be incorrect and I can go back, correct myself, and life goes on. And I'm still a boss. That. <laughs> I, can be, I can be wrong. <laughs> and what makes me a boss is that I will correct it. I would say a leader. 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 Mm-hmm. How I lead is in being courageous mm-hmm. enough to be wrong, in being um, curious enough to to check myself to see if I'm right mm-hmm. or wrong, and then being courageous enough to share like, oh yeah, I got that wrong. This is what it actually mm-hmm. is, and that yeah. being okay. I yeah. enjoyed our conversation. Me too. I where love can this. where can the people find you? They can find me and my team at Haven Firm on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Well, I'll be really on TikTok, but if you hit me <laughs> up on there, I'll I'll be found there. <laughs> um, and. Uh, if you want to send me an email, hello at havenfirm.com, which is our website, havenfirm.com. I want to give a special shout out to the Haven Firm. So we are actually recording this episode from your loft. Come on, and loft. it smells amazing <laughs> in here. Can you tell the people why it smells so good? Yes, because I'm <laughs> learning something new. And what is that? I have been learning how to make candles. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, shout out to the new skill bringing this smell to the loft. Because it smells so good. Um, I'm making candles for our clients. Um it's one of those things where because, you know, in making them, I'm like, oh, I really enjoy this. And mm-hmm. then other people telling me they enjoy them um, made me think, oh, well, maybe I'll make them for our clients. And then I thought, well, maybe other people besides our clients might want them. Mm-hmm. So now we are selling candles. And who knows what else will come? Because I'm committed to learning that. Can you share the difference between the two? Because I'm just like... (sighs) Yes. So right now we have two signature scents. One is... I call it an outdoor scent. Mm -hmm. Because it has citronella in it. And it's called Peace After Revolution. So citronella is the revolution. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's the mosquitoes. And everything else about it is peaceful. Um... Love that scent. And then my favorite between the two Mm -hmm. is Sweeter Than Honey. And it's... It's just goodness. Mm -hmm. Like, it does smell like honey. Mm -hmm. Um, It also has a taste of, like, vanilla, a little bit of rose. has a few different um, scents that come together, and it just smells good. And so I actually wrote in the description that it's this candle makes you close your eyes <laughs> when you smell it, it and exhale. <laughs> it smells so good. So those are our first two um, 
right now we have a lyric collection mm-hmm. so peace after revolution sweeter than honey are mm-hmm. lyrics um and they're just appropriate for the sense so those are the two candles so place your order your orders before this sells out yes um for the people that will listen to this i don't know months maybe years later I, what what would you speak into speak life into him when you think of the haven firm and this part of it right years from now let's just say five okay five years from now which still feels daunting um first of all the haven firm is going to be in even more locations than it already is well established um multi-regional brokerage and I would say in five years, when you're listening to this, um, one, you don't recognize the name already. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I already heard about that. And I think you'll recognize that name as like an industry leader in educating people on real estate. Yeah. Like not just helping you buy and sell, but actually educating you along the way. Mm. I'm going to timestamp this time to tell you okay. <laughs> what you said at, at what time. Oh, Thank no. you so much for listening, and we will chat soon. Yes. Bye. Bye.